Hello, I'm Lucy Barkas and I've got a question. Are you Leader X? Someone who might not yet realise the potential they have to change the world of work, all thanks to the decade you were born in and the decade you grew up in. You can find out in this, the Leader X podcast. It's for the next generation of leaders. A call for you to step up, stand up for what you believe and lead with impact. You're already leading and influencing and have so much experience to offer. I want to challenge the belief that there is a real leadership talent shortage. There's not. There is a whole generation of brilliant leaders who think differently, act differently and want to lead differently. I call you to take your seat at the top table and own your potential. You might not think you're ready, but you are. You are in the perfect position to step up and bring about great change in the decade ahead. In this podcast, we're talking about all the things that make XGen who they are and the values they have. It's likely some leader Xs don't even know who they are, but trust me, by the end of this six episode series, it'll all become clear. So we've talked about autonomy, we've talked about relationships, now we're going to deep dive into freedom and what the live and let live attitude of Gen X means to Leader X. As always, Rich Hurst is here to guide you through it all with me, so let's get on with it. Welcome to the Leader X podcast. Okay, freedom. X-Gen thinks of Braveheart, I suppose, doesn't it? Yeah. Say the word freedom, the first thing you think of, Braveheart. Yeah. That was around this, freedom. that was around, that was what it was all about. But um, where did freedom for Leader X begin? And you're not allowed to say Scotland. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> in reality, it was because of the boomers. So oh, back again. I know. The so boomers. We've got a lot to thank them for <laughs> because actually... It was the boomers who were the first um, fighters of freedom. So they were the ones um, standing up for civil rights. They were the ones marching and doing the protests. But they were also the ones that fought for um, equality in the workplace and broke down a lot of those um, established old fashioned thinking about roles and responsibilities. Um, So, yeah, we've got a lot to thank them for. Because I suppose Leader X at the minute takes a lot of it for granted. Yeah. But but a lot of things, sort of freedom of speech, one of the things that was kind of introduced or at least respected. Yeah. So this is something that um, when I've kind of like researched and pinned it all back for the X gen, it was probably their grandparents who probably either fought in the war or remembered the Second World War, which was all about fighting for freedom. So it was always ingrained in some way or another that freedom was our right. Freedom was our destiny. Yeah, it's subliminally gone in there that it's just what we do. And and what, what did, when was the first sort of time that Leader X would have seen this, I suppose, at school? Yeah, so um, if we put aside, you know, what was going on in the wider world, actually, when we were at school, we were probably with kids from different backgrounds, different ethnicities. There, you know, there was a lot of second generation immigrants that were our schoolmates. We've sat next to them and it didn't even occur to us that, they couldn't just be our friends, you know, that they might, you know, pray at a different place or they might eat different kind of foods. It was just this multiculturalism. It was just the norm. Well, and and so that then 
does great things for Leader X when they're in a workplace, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, as a, a generation, we tend to just look at people for their their own merits and their own skills and their own values. It's not who you know or where you've come from. Um, it literally is, are you good enough to do this job? And what about Leader X's ability to sort of think quite freely and, and not worry about any any judgment? Yeah, so I think this uh, very much comes from that autonomous streak that they've got. But also, you know, now we can look at, I guess, um, some of our cultural environment. So all of the music, all of the movies that we were watching, all, you know, focused on that freedom. And it's only now that Leader X can kind of look back, I suppose, and realise sort of how, how, how brave those those people oh, were. absolutely. Yeah. Once we've now um, begin to understood what real courage looks like and about how actually speaking your truth and standing up for what you believe, um, it does take a lot of bravery. These guys, these trailblazers, uh, yeah, they were awesome. Um, and I, I've got nothing but respect and gratitude. I just think if you pin the links back through the podcast now, that means that Greta Thunberg is a Pet Shop Boys fan. Well, let's hope so. Maybe. <laughs> So this is the bit in each podcast episode where we go back and reminisce about some of the things Leader X grew up with and was influenced by. And whilst we're on the subject of freedom, we thought we'd remember some of the stuff that was around when Leader X was young and the stuff that reflected the important times they went through. And we've got a little cassette player here with a cassette labelled with a proper sticky label. Bet you remember this. And there was a lot, wasn't there? Especially in music. Oh, it was huge. One of my earliest memories was um, Bob Geldof, who came onto our screens with huge passion, um, speaking about stuff that wasn't even related to music, um, calling us all to act for a greater good. And that's always stuck in my mind, that actually we should have this freedom to speak up for what we believe in. Yeah, there were just su- such huge boundaries that were being broken down by music um, and, and the artists who were appearing on our new MTV. You think about it, you had uh, Boy George, who our parents were outraged with, but we just loved the music and loved his individuality. And then on the other side, you had, I guess, Annie Lennox, who was um, shaving her head and dyeing it orange, wearing a suit. And then who can forget... Freddie Mercury singing the ultimate freedom song, I Want to Break Free, while wearing women's clothes doing the hoovering. He called it, I Want to Break Free. Exactly, the signals were all there. Freddie knew. Freddie (laughs) knew, didn't he? And then, of course, um, I remember other bands that were huge, like the Pet Shop Boys, Erasure, Jimmy Somerville. Again, they were all on top of the pops doing their thing. Yes, they were gay, but nobody cared. They just made great great music. And then my ultimate hero or, or heroine, I suppose, was Madonna. Everything she did and everything she was speaking up about, her clothes, her songs, her lyrics were all about being herself, speaking her truth, challenging the status quo. Yeah, she was like a huge influence. And then, you remember that song, Sunscreen? Baz Luhrmann. Yeah, that one. That was that was the song. Was it that, that was wasn't that made out of a graduation speech? It was, and everybody yeah. thought um, Baz Luhrmann wrote it, and no, he didn't. He just like mashed it together and made an absolutely epic <sighs> song. But it almost was the the soundtrack 
to Leader X's life. Don't feel guilty if you don't know what you want to do with your life. The most interesting people I know didn't know at 22 what they wanted to do with their lives. Some of the most interesting 40-year-olds I know still don't. And that kind of gave Leader X and this whole generation the permission to actually figure it out as you go along. You don't have to stick to any rules. There are no rules. God, that sound that does sound that rings home so badly. Yeah, I might just go and put the so badly. Yeah, twenty two didn't have a clue. Yeah, coming up to forty. Hello, still don't have a clue. Still don't have a clue. <laughs> so it's fair to say, Leader X grew up witnessing a lot of people being free and witnessing the ability to be free in in whatever they thought, whatever they said. So what does it what does it mean for the situation of things now, I suppose, where Leader X is in their life and what they're seeing around them? Yeah, well, generally, you tend to see this generation is one of the most liberal, liberal minded generations that we've seen. They tend to respect people who do kind of paddle their own canoe and choose to follow their own dreams and their own path. So there's almost like a bit of a rejection towards the traditional nine to five. In fact, there's a bit of a rejection towards anything that is traditional. So, you know, some of their heroes are the ones who have started their own businesses or almost quit the rat race and started pursuing their own dreams. They are the role models. Because the, the baby baby boomers would have seen that as crazy. Irresponsible. The, the generation above, yeah. Yeah, they would have said, what are you doing? What are you thinking? Yeah, you got both... a duty. So, so when we, so when lead, you know, I, I, I keep starting to put myself into into X Gen now. I'm trying to see if I'm there or not. But I suppose when I, if I first say to my parents, right, I'm going to leave my my normal job and take up something as I did for 15 years, really, which was a freelance base, which was you know 12 month contract at mm. a time, and and even more now where there's nothing solidly nine to five. Yeah, I, I guess to them that was a little bit. Yeah, because, you you know, we've never lived in a world previously where people can be the masters of their own destiny in that way. To the point where, you know, traditionally you'd have left school, got a job, got married. Usually you were um, pushed into buying a house and being almost shackled to the debt and the mortgage and the responsibility. Now, well, if you want to sell your house and rent, that's fine. If you want to go and spend a year traveling, that's fine too. There are no rules. And to be fair... X-Gen, they kind of think, well, as long as you're not hurting anybody else, you know, what, what's the harm? Mm-hmm. And, and, and when you apply it to it at work as well, and you apply that this sort of idea of freedom to work, what does that what does that mean? So the millennials tend to think that they're the ones that have pushed forward for flexible working and, you know, working on multiple po- projects. But in reality, it's because of X-Gen that we have these processes and these policies they were the first trailblazers um so we see this in much more agile flexible approaches to work it's not so much what you uh, where you go it's what you do that is now valued um and i've coined the phrase it's the AAA approach that it's about any time any place anywhere i love this i love this thing about not being tied down anymore and where that's sort of been born because again i think it's one of those things that we didn't realize was there it just kind of 
came out of natural thinking. Yeah, and I think some of it was, as we said in the previous podcast, that there wasn't a job for life. Mm-hmm. Also, the technology has gone at such a rate because XGen have introduced it and been the real champions of it that we just built freedom into the fabric of everything that we do in the way that we, we work, with the way that we think about what work is. Yeah, it might feel like it sprung upon us, but it actually it's from all of the influence that XGen have been doing over many, many years. And what and why does it mean that the person's more valued now? Well, I think what that really uh, pins back to is that actually everybody is unique. Everyone's got a whole range of experiences and values. So rather than pigeonholing people, let's actually just celebrate them for who they are, and yeah, praise the individual. It's it's uh, just so crazy about how what we watch people quit the nine to five, and this this generation has an an awe. And respect totally. for them, and a, and a kind of a bit of a bit of jealousy in in some ways, I think, for for having that freedom and control. Yeah, and I I think it, you know, part of it is I've got to say, you know, we live in a very um, high wealth country, so we have that safety net if things go wrong. Um, but we we've just got that innate will that actually it's that inner resilience and that autonomy that actually I've got everything I need. I know I can be successful. Um, and yeah, that fun attitude of, well, what's the worst that can happen? I wish I'd thought like that when I first had to go out and do it because I was blooming scared. And it yeah, was I was bloody too. Bloody hard. <laughs> it does take a lot of courage, but actually then when you get out there into the world and you start meeting other leader X style people, you realise that there's a lot around you will find your tribe so yeah it feels scary but soon you'll realize that you're not alone i've got a strange image of boy george on my head being a um, freelancer now invoices at the end of the month well, and all that kind of stuff you know, yeah i'm sure he's his, got people deal with his tax return yeah. <laughs> so when i talk about x-gen i mean um right now they're probably around their 40th birthday maybe it's coming up in the next couple of years right up to 50 year olds so they are the youngest of generation x and they're the oldest of the millennials so just to be clear who the millennials are um they're the guys who basically did all their growing up in the new millennium so they think differently act differently because they were you know true digital natives i'll also reference the boomers so they are kind of like the parents of those millennials They did all of their growing up in the 50s, 60s and 70s and really made their mark in the 80s. They were the grown-ups whilst uh, X-Gen were doing their growing up. And then, of course, there's the Gen Z. So they are the ones who are at the oldest. They're about 20 years old now. They are literally just entering their adulthood and their world and their views are completely different. And they're the ones who have been raised by X-Gen. In the book, Leader X by Lucy Barkas, you'll find a practical tool that guides you through getting that tough message across while strengthening relationships and leaving people motivated. It'll also show you why you are different and how to utilize your unique qualities as Leader X and achieve results. Essentially, it will give you the courage and confidence to create new ways of working and create a high performance culture. Leader X is available on Amazon Bookstore or Kindle Download from March 26, 2020. Don't forget to listen to the other episodes of the Leader X podcast that focus on the values that Leader X has and how they will make the future of work great.
Right, Lucia, so we've covered we've covered where freedom comes from and, and what it means in the workplace right now and in life for, for Leader X and what they can see around them and how their approach to freedom will affect things. But what about going forward and, and using it and applying it? Yeah, so I, I think I mentioned uh, the AAA approach. Um, and this really is, you know, the anytime, anyplace, anywhere approach to work. And it's really fundamental to the way that Leader X leads. But did you get it from the martini advert? Do you know what? Um <laughs> I knew I'd heard it somewhere, but I didn't know it was alcohol related. But <laughs> thinking back now, it was obvious. So all together, everyone, thank you, Martini. Absolutely. But yeah, what I see is in terms of the, the Leader X approach, um, they don't really care whether you're sat at a desk or whether you're in a coffee shop. As long as you're delivering the outcomes and when the team does need to get together, well, you know, using the technology or whatever, bring it, bring people together when needed. But they're very much more about results and focus and delivering outcomes um but giving people the freedom to do their best work best thinking in the best way that they can Mm -hmm. so triple a is quite something even though again it was sort of there but do we do you know how much do we realize that leader x or you know kind of help bring that about yeah it was all to do with this generation and you know a lot of companies now are making it the way that they work but there are still an awful lot of organisations that still think that presenteeism, um, you know, having, doing the long hours, being in early, leaving at the, you know, the last person to leave is still like a badge of honour. Mm. And Leader X will be challenging that and uh, you will be valued based on the results you deliver. So would it technically mean less permanent employees? Because I know we talked before about the whole the whole matrix idea. Yeah. So, so that that means technically it could mean less permanent employees, and I'm going to say less permanent employment. Yeah, potentially, and mm. I, and that actually really excites me um, because you know bringing in the matrix teams, you're going to be bringing together the the best people for the for the right amount of time. I still believe that we're going to need permanent employees. You know, we still need to keep the the wheels turning, and you need that bread and butter. And especially when you need people to deliver the long term strategy, you need people there for the long term. However, yeah, we're going to get more contractors, more freelancers, more subject matter experts who can be brought in for a specific time. And also because of technology and um, the way the world is going, it's going to be a global impact. Don't assume that your colleagues will be working in the same office or the same town. They could be living and working on a completely different time zone. I mean, it's all very well saying, oh, well, you can only do that with technology. But surely somewhere in amongst all of the inventions to be able to do, you know, mobile remote working. Is there not an ex-gen person who decided that was the sort of technology that needed plugging for? Yeah, they're the the advocates. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, yes. You know, they might not be the the coders. That might be somebody else that's doing it. But mm. they're coming up with the ideas. They're finding the solutions. I know technology is playing its part. And we've not really spoke too much about that idea that that Leader X, when they were young, were the first sort of generation to have a mix of yeah. technology being available, but also still going outside and, and playing. Yeah, this is why they are brilliant at the relationships, because they can do it firsthand, um, you know, do the face-to-face conversations, but they're really quite cool with getting online and jumping on and, um, you know, playing games with people from all the way around the world. So they were the early adopters. And, you know, I don't know whether you remember um, having to sit there in your living room downloading music and still having to dial up with that awful sound in the background. Oh, yeah. You know, it was exciting. It was fabulous. But equally, there had to be an easier, smarter way. And that's why these are the advocates for it. So going really far into the future now, 
if we're talking about this idea of, uh, you know, being part of a bigger pool of talent, mm. can you teach kids certain careers anymore? No, I, I don't think you can. I think we can teach them the, the core soft skills and how to do critical thinking. Um, but the traditional job for life or these are the key skills that you need to be able to do a job. I think um, by the time they've already left school, they're out of date. But that really excites me also. So mm. when I see my child um, doing some kind of uh, video calls, you know, this is just how she converses with her friends. Do you know what? Maybe 20, 30 years time, we will have you know, pods on Mars and we'll just be communicating through doing some TikTok videos. Who knows? <laughs> nice dropping in the TikTok yeah. there as well. Look at you. Yeah, I, I, I don't use it, but oh, okay. I know what it is. <laughs> You've seen it. Oh, no. <laughs> but a lot, there is there is a real strong belief now, isn't there, that this new mindset that Leader X possesses will change structures, yeah. boundaries, There's no, hierarchies. There are no barriers. You know, let's go for more informal, people-focused, solutions-focused workplaces. So I hope that helps you realise that it's all about living the life you want, not by duty or not by doing the right thing, doing what's right for you. Um, so look, the next episode in our uh, our little series of six, uh, we are looking at music and the birth of Ladette culture, how it all fits into the path uh, that Leader X has been on. Remember, you can always get in touch to tell me what you think of the concept of Leader X, who it might be and whether you're that person. So you can contact me by emailing hello at 3wh.uk.com. That's the number three and the letters W and H. And what's the 3WH thing all about again? Well, it originally came from um, the company name, which was What, When, Why, How. But... Nobody could ever remember which order it came in and what the letters were, so I abbreviated it. But in essence, my job is to ask lots of questions to get the, the truth and get the answers. Hello at 3wh.uk.com. That's the one. Just got to get it right. Or find me on Facebook at Leader X. We'll see you next time when we are talking about, and this makes it sound like it's forced, but it's not. Fun! <laughs> see you for the next one. Thank you for listening to the Leader X podcast. The Leader X podcast is a gifted